Cool. And this is good. I will use my thumb as a distance measuring device. Okay. Uh, so I, that it stays the same. I am hoping. Rule of thumb, right? Ah! Uh, I am hoping that you have a bruise on your chin by the time you're finished with this. Oh, because I'll get so excited, I'll be like, oh, yeah, and that's really funny, too, because of that. Do, 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 do. Uh, yes, I want you to I say that. that. I, 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 want, I want that to be your template for the entire show. That's my catchphrase for the show. Yeah. As opposed to silence. <laughs> That's your signature. My catchphrase is silence. It's like breaking news. Yeah. Now we threw up over to Phillips' corner. This just in. This joke. Like this is my PowerPoint presentation. Every transition. It's 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 the new gunshot. Like people who have no idea how to do. Philip, just for if we do use this, Philip just gave me a quizzical look. Anybody who does shitty PowerPoint, like or super amateur PowerPoint, especially high schoolers, like every transition slide, or like when you're doing bullet points, you hear the. Because they're bullet points. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's so it's, terrible. It's, it's so classic, hack. Like I'm so original. I'll use everything. Yeah, that makes me stand out. And then you watch everybody do the exact same presentation about fish or like how a cell becomes a law or something like that. Oh, I thought you yeah. meant the band. How a cell becomes a law? It's a mix of science and political. It's a political science class. Do 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 do. I am Philip. I'm Matt. First we'll have a little chat, then put on our ring gloves. Now it's time for next and bad. And we're here today with Side Pickle. How you doing, gentlemen? Ah, real great. Doing well. Good. Would you introduce yourselves for the listening audience, please? Uh, I am Phil Schramm uh, of fifty percent of Side Pickle. Yeah. Uh, I'm Joe McGowan, fifty uh, percent of Side Pickle. Wow, you used your full name, Joe McGowan. Yeah, you can, you can call me Joe McGo if you'd like. Okay. It was an accidental stage name. I didn't want it, but it happened. I was wondering that. Yeah. Uh, so accidental? Mm-hmm. How d- I thought it was on purpose. Oh, my God. Well, it's it's on purpose, uh, but not. So it was a f- on f- I changed it to my Facebook to Joe McGo because right. I work with young individuals. And I didn't want them finding me on Facebook. Right, which is, is common for people who work yes. like as a teacher or whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just cut it down to McGo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, that's what people call me now. Like when I win, uh, I won the... An award once, and they they thought my actual last name was Mago, so that's what my award says. So there you go. Uh, uh, and as always, I am joined <laughs> today by Philip Simondet, fifty percent of Next Step Matt. That's true. And uh, your host, as always, is 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 Matt McLeod. Um, Philip, quick sidebar. Yeah, sidebar. <laughs> um, now I, you. Uh, I jumped right in there. Yeah, you asked asked a question. I did. Like a, a natural follow up question, like a like an interviewer, right? I'm. I feel so comfortable today. Wow. I know. Is this what we're like when we're on stage? I don't show, know. When is we this do the our case? sidebars. It could be. I don't know. Sidebar. 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 sidebar? Is this the way? I don't. I, is, this, is this an annoying thing or a fun thing? I don't know. I want to say yes to I both wanna, of them. Yes. Now, sidebar. Over. sidebar I, over. I was gonna. I was gonna bring up to them like, you know, we've been doing sidebars on the show for a really long time, and they do sidebars in their show. They do. It's a. It's a thing that we have in common there's two of us yeah one one philip uh-huh and sidebars right and my my last name starts with mc also 
Are we the same group? I've never seen us in the same place at the same time. And quite frankly, this is an audio podcast. So we might be doing both voices. <laughs> That's true. Hmm. Uh, all right. Sidebar over? Sidebar over. Okay. Well, hey, gentlemen. How hey. are you? Oh, hey. We're welcome great. back. Uh, so, Side Pickle, you guys are a uh, Twin Cities uh, improv duo. Is that, is that, that true? That is correct. Those are, all those, those are facts. Yes. Those are facts. facts. Quick question mm-hmm. for you. Um, are you, in fact, Philip Simondet and Matt McLeod? Uh, sidebar real quick sidebar sidebar Um, do we say yes and then like but if we say yes that would like make people think that we are yeah possibly that might confuse people but if we say no we'll still have that mystery of we might Might still be that that's let's go with yep let's Mm -hmm. go with no okay okay uh no not yet not yet oh okay uh cool Mm -hmm. yet Uh, wait (laughs) yet um, we can't predict the future and we don't know what uh, technology might be around. Uh, quick sidebar, Philip. Yes. Uh, Am I too much? This is too much. D- well, I'm just wondering. You just asked another follow-up <laughs> question. Right? This, this is too much. This is, has never happened before. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go get in my corner early. I'm are just going to hang are, out. Are you going to go set it up? Yeah, I'll, I'll go flip the meat. Okay. Great. It's not a euphemism. There's <laughs> raw meat. No, I, I understand. Okay. All right. Uh, sidebar over. Uh, so... Uh, gentlemen, uh, you have been a duo for about uh, a little less than a year. A little more than a year. A little more than a year. Like yeah. a year and a month. Okay. Uh, I knew it was right around there. I, I, yeah. I just had the time. Um, you were in a month, I think, performance-wise, right? Yeah. Like, we met in March or April, I believe, mm-hmm. just by random chance, and then we started just uh, playing we- together with weekly a- like the annex which is a spot you can rent out at a huge theater and, and right. then we had our first performance in june for uh the alzheimer's fundraiser that i believe right. uh, bradley makoff yeah. um uh, put together right. uh, last year mm-hmm. i can say wrong names that's okay <laughs> that's okay uh and yeah that's huge theater in minneapolis for those listening yeah the the alzheimer's that was a it was a great show all, all the way yeah. around um you guys started performing not that long after you started uh, taking classes, am, am I correct? Well, well, for me, this is a case okay, where Phil's that's been right, doing this for a while, right. yeah. But Joe, you were just a few months in, I believe. Is I think that, I was that? in the middle of 201, maybe 301 okay, at Huge right. Theater, which is this uh, third of, uh, like zone right. uh, level. Um, and mm-hmm. But I was I wanted to be on stage Right this, away, yeah. From the second class I was in, yeah. It was uh, first class, was like, oh, this is improv, cool. Second class was like, I need to get on stage as soon as possible, right? Um, and then I found Phil was the first person I connected with, yeah. Uh, in all the groups of I've performed with, uh, and we've persisted and done the most together, right? So <laughs> somehow. Uh, I'd been performing for a while. Like I started in college with a short form troupe, uh, right, uh, down at Saint Olaf, uh, and then. Uh, after I graduated, I hadn't taken any formal classes. Like I had a few workshops, and so I started taking classes at Huge in 2013. And so we met in 2015. So right. I'd finished the whole track of classes, mm-hmm. and I had started volunteering at Huge because I wanted to give back in some way. Right, uh, and quite frankly, you're a very likable fella. Uh, both of you guys are. Uh, what was it about? Like Joe, you said that you like had desperately kind of wanted to get on stage like right yeah. away. Yeah. Uh, what was it about the the chemistry between you two that made it be be like? Uh, was it just that? I mean, what what was it that uh, that made you be like, yeah, this is it? 
for for me, me and Phil happen. might have different thoughts on this. But when we first met, I was just sitting on the red couch at Huge Theater, yeah. and he was working the box office. And we literally, I think I was eating a sandwich. That's it. I was just eating a sandwich. And we started talking about sandwiches and riffing, just never met each other or anything, just riffing back and forth, ping pong uh-huh. style, yeah. right then and there. And uh, and then like I was like, okay, I need to play with this guy. So I invited him to my jam. I have a jam that I do all the time. And right. that was like a moment where it's like, I'm usually hesitant about things. Yes. I'm, I'm very introverted at times. So right. it's like when someone says, hey, let's do this thing, I'm more like, uh... But at that point, it's like, you know, just just do it. Just say yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is an odd thing to say for being for an, improviser, an improviser. For an improviser, yeah. Right. Which is like, I do not incorporate it in my daily life at all. It's mm-hmm. only when performing. But I said yes, and then we just ended up being a duo. And yep. for some odd reason, we are we are completely opposites in terms 100%. of people. 100%. Uh, but it just happens to work out on stage mm-hmm. pretty well. How do, how do you mean you're opposites in, in terms of? I mean, uh, as people. as I'm an introvert, he's I'm very Joe is so extroverted. Right. Like, I he'll want to go and hang out with people. He'll just go up to random people. Hey, let's do this. Let's take this. Let's do this opportunity. Let's just do all these things right mm-hmm. now. Let's go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. Right, and go. I, I can't, <laughs> let's go. Let's go, 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 go. Yeah. Uh, I am more or less like, okay, this is something I need to digest right now. Right. There's mm-hmm. a lot going on. Yeah, it happens a lot with uh, festivals and stuff. I, I hit him up with every festival. I'm like, you want to go to this festival? Nah. This festival? Nah. But then eventually we get to a yes. And then uh, then I'm so gung-ho, and finally I know he's on board. Because I'd rather him say yes to things he's on board for than, right, yeah. than to go, yeah, I'll go. And then he's not in. Right. You know? And then in terms of our improvisation, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Joe is very scene work, does a lot of object work. Mm-hmm. He's good at setting things in the scenes while I delve more into character work and emotion emotion yeah. style work. And so those kind of balances. Mm-hmm. And then there's times when we even flip that where mm-hmm. like he's now doing the things I normally do and sure. I'm doing the things right he person. normally does. And so from anything, like we've learned a lot from each other just because of how different of a style we play uh, versus yeah. how we normally. Yeah, it's just a really interesting dynamic that gets to be played out do, yeah. do, do you find that that's a like it's a good way of i guess in a way challenging each other but by, by being so different i would say so i think that's one thing we thoroughly enjoy is challenging each other um is uh, pimping the pimp we do that a lot so i'll pimp him out and then he'll pimp me out back uh-huh. over and over again until we're in this weird Pimp, awesome zone. Pimping being yes. a, a term that is uh, when you declare a thing on someone else yes. right. that they may have not originally thought, or it's like sure. like me saying, Joe's now a firefighter now. Yeah. And so now he's a firefighter in the scene, even if that wasn't his intention. Sure. Uh, yeah. Being a pimp definition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The energy that we have on stage is, I think, uh, I was sweating so much after our last show. Because our, our, our physicality matches our, uh, our ability to ping pong verbally it's it's a very high energy show when mm-hmm. we perform mm-hmm. like it's never going to be like low tension or mm-hmm. low kind of a like it doesn't take much to like oh they're performing right now hmm. and mm-hmm. the second we both have the same philosophies the second we step on stage we are performing the yeah. second the music goes we're out on stage everything's fair game anything we say can be used in the improv set Anything right. like yeah. that. Yeah, so. from from when we get introduced to when we introduce the next group, it's all a part of the performance. Every moment. So let's get into it. Uh, talk about what does a side pickle show look like. 
Uh, how to- I've described it is it's <laughs> basically a long form show about a long form improv show. Okay. So we are playing ourselves on stage, and we're always character versions of ourselves mm-hmm. on stage, even when we're introducing the show. And then we start going into the scenes, you know, we're playing those characters, mm-hmm. but we're also ourselves at the same time. Mm-hmm. And in those moments and like we think something's off or something might like, you know, itch us in a way, mm-hmm. we'll break off into our improviser selves to to actually talk to, to each, each other, other on stage about what's going on, what's going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. It may or may not be true in the moment, okay. uh, but it's all basically a character of ourselves doing an improv show. Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, usually it's when... So, because we have been performing together for a while, but there's mm-hmm. still things you don't know about each other. Oh, sure. So then, like, um, I um, I took a class with Phil Lazardi. Lazardi. Yeah, I always mm-hmm. I say his last name wrong. And he was uh, he's from the old style of uh, of Harold and stuff about mm-hmm. truth. Always tell the truth about if you can find something in your life, say it. So I try to do this best as, I, as much as I can. So when I make a statement as a character to Phil, Phil will then go sidebar. Did that actually happen to you? And I'll be like, Yeah, I actually did make a rap album. No way. And then we can dive into that and like it's kind yeah. of like a it helps with like that thing that's kind of our th- uh, the theme is us like the background theme mm-hmm. that we kind of use to um get more information to, for our, our characters in that scene it's weird i don't know yeah because like our lives are inspiring the improv as much as the suggestion and what's going on mm-hmm. stage as sure. well like i'm also a theater person and i graduated college with a theater degree so mm-hmm. a lot of in my mind is the different performances like you get into more uh, bertolt brecht yeah. who like i've been kind of into a little bit more recently which his theater was all about like making you feel things and then like turning it on its head by making fun of you or even pointing out it's like how can you feel for these characters they're not real this is theater sure and so and making the audience a part of like active social yeah like, and so work. like keeping that in mind it's like remember you're watching something yeah like you're watching a show right now even if you're getting invested and like it's it reminds the audience that yeah this is live this is a performance mm-hmm. it's not scripted but it also keeps them engaged in thinking in multiple levels while we perform mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah it keeps the audience from being lazy mm-hmm. and that that this you know means something uh hopefully mm-hmm. hopefully yes yeah I mean, that's the, that's the idea. How often do you guys rehearse together? Um, right now, not as much as we were when we first started. We we tr- like because we're we're doing a performance at Huge Theater right now right. on Wednesdays uh, mm-hmm. until the end of July. Uh, yeah, uh, me, me too. And yeah, I yeah, get to you're see you guys well. all a lot, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we're doing a performance right now, uh, we're not really rehearsing as much just sure. because you know yeah. we're performing mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of time to do all that stuff. But yeah. we typically try to rehearse at least once a week or at least once every two weeks. Okay. Yeah, right now it's tough because uh, Phil is talented as a scripted actor as well. So he's yeah. in Fringe Festival, which is one of the biggest festivals in uh, yeah. is it the, is it the United States? I don't even know. Uh, our, our Fringe Festival is it's one of big, the bigger it's, ones. It's the largest unjuried Fringe Festival. Uh, cool. So um, how the Fringe it's works. It's a lottery. Is, thing, yeah, it's right? a lottery. So like, mm-hmm. so I think 190 shows over the course of 11 days. I think that's right. Uh, we do have the executioner, but no judge or jury. Yeah, so right. it's like anybody, someone <laughs> from like max experience to, to no experience can perform in the, in the Fringe yeah, Festival so, if their yeah. name is drawn from the lottery. Right. Yeah, so he's really busy with that right now, so... When but so I, I we 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 have to work with each other's schedules obviously mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah 
because I'm I'm wondering in in rehearsals what do you what do you guys work on? Uh, now we just kind of I think we we, we 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 talk about I think it's very important for me anyway to know what's going on with Phil's life, mm-hmm. um, even just like a little bit. He doesn't like to open up a lot, but even the little cracks he can give me is important. And then we uh, and then we usually run sets. Yeah, I I think in the the sets that we run in practice, um, I tend to get a lot more experimental in our mm-hmm. practice sets. Sure. To see like what's the bounds of like what I can and cannot do mm-hmm. as a performer right now in this setting, like. Yeah. Because um, we've done shows where, we, like, we've broken the fourth wall in a way where I've literally brought a chair into the audience to watch Joe perform a and then play show. a critique on him as we're performing, mm-hmm. talking to the audience members. It ends up being really interesting because, like, those are things that we don't really develop in practice, no. but it's like these are tools that we can use based off of how we try to play in rehearsals. Absolutely. And, and I mean, that's, I think, I think that's part of what rehearsal is for is to yeah. try these new things to develop that comfort level of what could potentially happen. Is, 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 is that where the sidebar came from or did that come from in, in a show? I think it came from a rehearsal once. I think, I and think it, and it, it just, creeped in. Yeah. It's just like, I think it happened during a really weird one and like we weren't feeling the scene in the rehearsal so like i broke out <laughs> yeah, and yeah, just did. like what what's going on right now yeah and then, and then i was confused <laughs> yeah. and like i like from my theater background like if i'm ever directing or working with actors i always want to make sure who's ever working i'm working with is completely comfortable with what's going on yeah because mm-hmm. if you're uncomfortable you can't give exactly 100% of what you want mm-hmm. well there's some fear yeah, it's it. the, the yeah. fear thing where it's like if there's fear, it's going to prevent you from reaching your max potential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was the thing. I think I actually kind of know what, when we started doing the sidebars is because we used to uh, want to do a whole bunch of character switches. We started, that was one of our tools originally. Sure. But, um, but it wasn't really working for us. At least I didn't think for me. I think, yeah, it, it just got a little bit cumbersome in a sense. It's like, let's it's try hard. to balance uh, four characters on stage with just two of us. Yeah. And we would challenge ourselves to, like, let's do a seven-person scene right now mm-hmm. with two of us. And it just, you know, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. And I wanted to have more of a consistency when performing, if mm-hmm. we were going to perform. And Absolutely. I, I, th- I, think it, I think with that void, that we felt a void in our sets, we filled it with the sidebar filled it oh yeah we did <laughs> uh and you shrammed uh, it yes shrammed it uh if uh people listening don't know um it is a running gag in the improv community about my name and jokes with puns so uh phil shram so god shram it uh just anything you can think of with the word that is sl- slightly related to shram mm-hmm. uh, the poetry shram the poetry shram yes sham which is um and like the classic one is my life is in shrambles uh which is <laughs> always it's not as bad as the shram wow guy oh shram wow <laughs> that guy but from from the the those challenges that we present ourselves in rehearsals uh we're able to like filter them for shows Mm -hmm. and figure out like okay how are we feeling this time and then Mm -hmm. the thing about the sidebars is once we break into a sidebar uh, when we break out of it we continue the scene that we were doing exactly from the spot when we broke out Mm -hmm. and it's actually very important this is why our characters need to be more than just an average people most of the time because we need to be very distinct for the crowd the audience between us 
and the character. Yeah, or at least having a distinct point of view. Right. Because uh, yeah. sometimes I tend to just use my own voice, uh, mm-hmm. even though I can do crazy characters. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm just like, all right, I'm having this distinct point of view, and so when I break out of it, like you can tell that it's me because it doesn't have that we also, perspective. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we also break away physically to another space, usually to the center, like front of the, front of the stage center. Yeah, we center. go upstage center is usually where all the sidebars take place, and then we go back to whatever our character postures were in the scene. Yep, and again, I think I said earlier, what's nice is in those conversations, because both of us did the deconstruction at a Huge Theater this year mm-hmm. as Throwback Night, and it's one of those things where we use that information from that conversation to like influence that scene so it's not just it's independent thing it's like oh really that's what you mean by that okay cool like it yeah like we're breaking down the themes within the scene at the same time we're still playing with them even in our sidebars Mm -hmm. so you're essentially doing a montage with these cutaways, yes. yes, with with scene painting as a as a heavy um, indicator of the new scenes that are starting. Sure, mm-hmm. is there typically an interconnectedness between the the scenes that you run? Yeah, I would say so. But. Uh, it depends on like wh- how the night is going, and, or like, and, and why. What do you do? You notice a pattern? Like, like when, if most of the time, like I like to bring back scenes if there's a character or sure. uh, mm-hmm. just a setting that I think could still be. Brought, fleshed, out more. fleshed out more yes yeah. um, and it's like oh this was a fun character I played or this was a fun mm-hmm. game we had in this scene let's mm-hmm. come back to it and maybe instead of playing that game let's dig more into the emotional depth of these characters mm-hmm. or let's see how this uh, plot line played out uh, if we go into the future yeah okay yeah and yeah. so it's like and it also helps like because I always think about like the audience like oh the audience might want to have a conclusion to whatever happened here because sometimes we'll end a scene and it's like, ooh, there's more here. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. audience wants more. We don't have to give them everything right away. Mm-hmm. We have that time to come back to it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for from the, all, this, all the sets that I can remember, I think a lot of them we use, some, like the first or second scene that we did, we bring it back in the end as a capper to kind of bring it all around. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong, Phil, but I think you generally believe when we do out there, everything is interconnected. Yes. Yes. Like I, yeah, I, I believe want. like whenever you start uh, a show, like if you're doing a montage, like every scene exists in the same world, mm-hmm. even if mm-hmm. they're completely f- far ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. They all exist in the same world that you see. And so everything is in existence with each other, even if they have no clue what's going on with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why we um, I used to do this thing as we open on, we open on every single time. Mm-hmm. But that was disconnecting people, making th- people think it was a brand new thing. Mm-hmm. So we changed our, our verbal to we see. It's mm-hmm. a small, it seems like a small change, but it's, uh, I think, helpful for me because it reminds me every time I say it, oh, this is connected. This is all connected. This is all one time. And, and there are a lot of indicators for the audience, I mean that the the body positioning when mm-hmm. you when you have your sidebars, mm-hmm. l- verbiage mm-hmm. like that, the theater background things like that, those things matter mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. for telling the story uh, in in a you know professional way. Mm-hmm. How much thought, uh, how much practice goes into like kind of making sure that you're you know putting the details in uh, to to make the story told. Yeah, uh, I know Succinctly. A, a lot of it comes with just uh, just describing things with emotions. Mm, sure. And then, yes. like, because yes. <coughs> when you describe something with an emotion, it's going to be easier remembered for us, anyway, oh, as yeah. performers. And, like, yeah. uh, I know, not to throw Joe under the bus, I'll but I know it. 
Joe has a hard time remembering things oh, yeah, at times, uh, even if we just yeah. perform them. And so I do my best to try to make it obvious for him that, oh, we're going back to this scene. So mm-hmm. I'll say things in similar ways or say things in the exact same cadence mm-hmm. that I said before to just kind of peak a memory in him. It's yep. like, hey, go back to this character that you were before. Mm-hmm. It was fun. And I think the audience will love seeing it again. Mm-hmm. And then even if it doesn't like have the exact same character, it has at least the same theme or the same right. style or the feeling yeah. that, you know, the audience can recognize, oh, they're they're rehashing this bit or they're rehashing this scene, mm-hmm. but in a different light. So it's a little more fleshed out or more interesting to see in the future yeah. or whatever. I have a really hard time with that, too, by the it's way, a, Joe. It's a really weird thing. It's... um. Like, uh, like the what I what I still think is our best set of all time. I, I watched this video of our best set of all time, yeah. and I, I like in the moment, and I I didn't even realize how much stuff I was just remembering. Yeah, and that was like complete not like me, but I think because I was just so in it. Yeah, when you're when you're in it, it's like autopilot. It if you feel as though you are the characters, and that yeah. when that happens, um, you don't let go of it. You and you just let like really dive in more on Phil, mm-hmm. and that was because Phil brings a major emotion, and when um and feeling to every scene even if it's a gamey scene mm-hmm. which you've been getting i think better at together is uh, the games we play but even our gamey scenes i feel have that undertone of caring yeah i mean like even if there's a game involved like they're <laughs> mm-hmm. still characters and they still have lives they live like right. even if you're playing an absurd like fart monster or something yeah yeah is that, like, that's the thing he was once <laughs> um like you can still have like emotional depth even if you're playing a fart monster or satan or anything yeah well i was i was i was gonna mention that probably people who are listening to this that haven't seen you mm-hmm. like the this interview so far makes it sound like you're an extremely heady group <laughs> but and, and, and and but i mean i think that you are but watching your shows like all of that work is done behind the scenes yeah. so that you can be high energy and fun in front of the audience. It's it's like the iceberg effect where yes. like you see the tip of the iceberg and it's like it doesn't seem like it has as much as you think it does. Right. But when you kind of pull the water curtain yep. <laughs> Uh, like you can see like all of that and it's like you can only present so much in a show right so like it's better to have more to give than less to give and, and I think it's it's interesting because like you know a, a lot of people would call themselves comedians a lot of people would call themselves improvisers and I mean you're you're shaking your head right I, now I, yeah, I, you, I you shrugged when I said that but your shows are very funny and they're oftentimes very silly. But like like you guys are talking about right now, I've always thought that there was probably a little bit more to it. Mm-hmm. If you had to sum up, what would you say that you're trying to do with the show? Or like what what are your kind of like um, personal goals? So the thing that I was always taught, um, this is from Butch Roy, the executive director of Huge. He's also yeah. a, a teacher over there. Coach yeah, and, stuff. and he's terrific. He's fantastic. Um, is that uh, the form that you're doing should have you shouldn't create a form to just do it mm-hmm. you, you should be doing a form to um, have a goal for it so like why are you doing this form why are you yeah. doing this technique yeah. and for me I love this technique I love this new stuff we're bringing in because I actually get to dive into Phil yeah. I want to honestly on stage here one I'll follow Phil anywhere 
That is the, the truth. I don't care where he takes me. I want to go. And I want to know more about him. And on stage is when I get to know most about him. Mm-hmm. And uh, for, so the, for me, the purpose of this is to grow with Phil, understand Phil, and be with Phil. And that mm-hmm. sounds weird. I've never said that to Phil before, and he's a little probably uh, took it aback right now. But Always. that's that's my interpretation of it. Um, as a as a group, I think our goal is to kind of the things that we talked about. I want I want to make sure for me. I, I'm I'm really I'm a physical individual. Mm-hmm. I'm not as heady as Phil. That's Phil's side. He's philosophical. I am not. <laughs> um, so uh, I like to bring the energy so that uh, to set him up. I think it's about setting each other up for success. I think it'd be another thing is that because we're so opposite, we trigger each other. Like even though it might be like a "what are you doing" <laughs> type of way, uh, it's still in a positive light, even if we're challenging each other. For me, as a performer, I always want to leave the audience with that afterthought, or just like I want to have something stick with the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like whether or not it's like. This is something we can take from this. This is a message that we can learn or, wow, that was really cool. Like, I would love to do something exactly like that and, you know, push them to do something as great or cool as what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just always kind of been how I've been as a performer. Like, I could I could not care less if they're laughing. Right. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. could not care less if they you know want to do it as much as i do i want to leave them with something Mm -hmm. that they can take with them Mm -hmm. whether or not they cried laughed Mm -hmm. guffawed um other emotions that Mm -hmm. can happen in performances like that's just my goal Mm -hmm. is to make you feel something i don't want it to feel like it's mindless entertainment yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. um i think there is i can't remember who said it but there's a quote People will forget what you uh, what you did. People forget what you said, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. And think that's kind of what we're going for. Is at the end, like even though six months from now you might not remember that set, but mm-hmm. when someone brings up our group, I hope that you get a feeling of, oh yeah. And they don't remember specifics, but they just remember that feeling of I had a great time because yeah. that's all you can really leave with people. You know. I'm pretty sure that was carrot top. Is it carrot top? Oh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, so this. Uh, this segment is uh, unnamed that okay. that I'm I'm going to go into right now. Still, uh, yeah, it's it's well, it's a new segment. Um, oh, it's a new segment. All of okay. all of our segments are new. Oh, I'm excited. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm going to ask you some just uh, kind of rapid fire questions. I want you to answer as quickly as you can. Mm-hmm. If you could improvise with anybody from history, alive or dead, who would you improvise with? Elvis. Nice. Andy. Presley. Yes, Elvis okay. Presley. Yes. Andy Kaufman. Nice. Ooh. Good choices. Next question. If you could layer in any uh, kind of traditional improv form, like any established improv form, into what you already do, let's take out the deconstruction because you've yeah. done it. What would you What would you put in? Armando. You yeah. just want to learn more about me, don't yes, you? Yes, I do. I want, to, I, want to put you, I want to put you on the stand and for, force answers out of you. We did it one rehearsal, uh, but we unintentionally did a close quarters mm-hmm. in a way. Oh, okay. It wasn't as close quartery as like, oh, this is just one like sure. singular. Look. It wasn't tight. It wasn't yeah. tight. It yeah. was more like this all happened in the same small town. Okay. Which so small town. It was not small a small town. town. <laughs> it, was like, it was in between the two, kind of. <laughs> it was. It was. It was like a close quarters, but it all took place in like yeah. the same time. Like it was like Halloween, okay. and like we had scenes of like kids trick or treating, mm-hmm. like someone breaking into a like a costume shop. Nice. Like a haunted house. It was like this is a really cool 
thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like to incorporate like a close quarter small town esque kind of mm-hmm. into our form would be really cool and then even like layering in our like sidebars in there would be yeah. an interesting way to go about that lastly what would your show look like if you inverted the form and you made the sidebars the scenes and the cutaways into um, the fantasy world i am perplexed and <clears throat> i might not be able to sleep tonight now no <laughs> no no because that that would be really interesting because then it would almost seem as if like we're going into our own psyches as opposed to but fictionalized yes yeah so it'd be like anytime like because it'd be it'd almost be a mono scene between the two of us yeah. with <clears throat> breaking into like what these like almost I want to say demons. I don't know why. Yeah. But I feel like, because like if you invert it, like, like dreamscapes almost. Yeah. <laughs> almost dreamscape-esque fantasy land. Yeah. Because it would just, to me, it would just seem more demon-esque in the sense that like. <laughs> well, the thing is, is so if we're inverting it, like normally we're pretty happy. This thing, this, this thing about our sets, we're really happy, but sad. There's so much, yeah. there actually is quite amount of sadness in our sets. Uh-huh. So when we flipped it, it would be. It would be sad, but like a happy kind of sad. I don't, I don't know. I don't really know. You're you're effing with our minds. This is what's happening right now, Mr. McLeod. I mean, I wouldn't say that, but I would say it's it's definitely something we could look into because like it'd be something to try. Yeah, it sounds like something we uh, throw in for one of our rehearsals one time. Just try it out, and we'll throw you credit if we do it on stage. Cool. Yes, we'll call it the McLeod. There we go. Side pickle presents the McLeod. the McLeod. Nice. Oh, that is one of my favorite parts of our. Of our form, is the is the is the is the beginning when we go side pickle presents whatever the uh, suggestion yeah. was. Yeah. But like, cause it's it's one of the, it's the first things that shows the audience we're on the same page and we 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 are performing now. Okay. Because some people just go, uh, the suggestion was springy. Okay, cool. And then they go do yeah. improv. Right, right, right. And it also verifies with the audience. Oh yes, we heard your suggestion, mm-hmm. and this yeah. is what we're going to be using it or having it inspire because yep. we always get an adjective mm-hmm. okay um as opposed to like some people get <clears throat> items or nouns, nouns yeah. places mm-hmm. titles right. and like adjectives to me are just cool because they can inspire a lot of different things it well and and usually nothing literal mm-hmm. which is great like firm firm yeah. can mean so much to mm-hmm. me the, to you mm-hmm. and well, so I think we I think firm was the one where it was a bed mat it was a mattress place yeah mm-hmm. and that was the and it was just about the firmness of a mattress it's mm-hmm. easier so the, the audience doesn't feel like uh, especially newer people that know, haven't seen a lot of improv they go oh they didn't use the pencil if that was the suggestion yeah but yeah, in this just, case, it, t- it kind of navigates around. They're that. waiting that whole time for the pencil to be incorporated, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like, and then like sometimes I watch audience members when they like when they finally hear it, it's like, there it is, mm-hmm. there it is. <laughs> yeah, I can now verify that this is, is not scripted. Yeah, <laughs> as opposed to pencil, I think uh, writing with a pencil, I think erasing. Yeah. So now I'm going to think about um, words that I, that I want to take back. Right. Yeah. yeah. See, I, like, that's, I, that's, that's I, how I think. I do about the same it. thing. I, I but go. the audience might not get that connection, right. yeah. so then they think I'm not doing it. Well, speaking of somebody who never does it, now's the time of the show where I throw the microphone over to Philip Simondet for a brand new segment that we call Philip's Corner. It's Philip's Corner. Hello, welcome to Philip's Corner. This is a brand new segment. It's a lot of meat. 
Uh, yeah, there's so much. Like, oh my god! Are yeah. you wrapped in hamburger right now? Uh, it's a hamburger bacon mix. Do you need help? No, I'm good. Do you need a hamburger helper? Were, were you suggesting okay. you want to eat it? Is, wanna... it? is it a shramburger? Oh. It is a shram. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Phillips Corner. The first question is: Do you have a name for the unnamed segment that Matt just did? With the quick uh, question, uh, we don't have a name for this segment yet. Ooh, that's good. I love it. Great. So just like, hey, uh, we don't have a name for this segment yet. That is confirmed. Okay, that's it. Cool. Uh, okay, Philip's Corner. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look in your eyes and extract questions from your souls. You're going to answer them brilliantly. Start over here. With Phil Shram. With Phil Shram. <laughs> Phil. Prove you're not me. Um, well, I, I would say that I can't paint very well. I can't paint. Well, I would beg to differ. Um, this is sidebar, Joe. Sidebar, yeah, yeah. How could you help me here? How can I help you here? I cannot figure out a way to disprove this yet. Yet. I can't either. Um, I think you might just have to admit you are. Okay. I think you just might have to. I think it's a time. All right. Sidebar, sidebar over. Um, I cannot prove that I am not you. Interesting. Joe. Yes. Can you prove you're not Matthew McLeod? Oh shit! Uh, sidebar. Yeah. Um, can is there? Can you help me in this moment somehow? Is um, there something you can do to help me? Uh, can you break dance? Oh, like, can you? Yes, that's like, the thing I do. Break dance right now. I don't know if Matt McLeod can break dance. Okay, that's great because I wasn't thinking that. But I'm you know each pretty other so sure well. the listening audience would love to hear you break dance. Okay, I'll, I'll do that. I'll. I'll. I'll no problem. Got I'll, it. Sidebar, sidebar over. <clears throat> I get to. I can do this. You know that last move is called the McLeod. So, oh shit, Matthew McLeod does that all the time. Whenever I'm, whenever I'm well, hanging out. Well, th- wait, sidebar. Yeah, sidebar. <laughs> that didn't work. Well, I guess we just have to admit <laughs> that, that we've we been are. hosting next at, at bat, bat this entire time, time like yeah. the three. three. Years, years it's been on uh-huh. yeah okay sidebar okay yeah we just have to come out and admit it we are in we fact, are you we are you oh glad i got to the bottom of that okay continuing <laughs> philip simondet <laughs> yes when did you know you weren't good enough <laughs> wow <laughs> i could i could wow um i I would say uh, it was June of 2013 is when I probably realized I was not good enough. Is there a specific event? I will not go into it because I hate myself. That really does prove I'm Philip Simondet. (laughs) Great. Matthew McLeod. Uh, uh What are you best at cooking? I can tell you what I'm best at cooking. And it's nothing. <laughs> I'm best at cooking. Uh, I make a, a chicken thing with the drizzly stuff on top. No one else will eat it, but I love it. Drizzly what? Like uh, cheese, drizzly cheeses, okay. and spices. Mm, spicy cheese. Yes. Like a peppercorn. <laughs> sure. Yeah, Why I, won't anyone else eat it? Because it looks disgusting. I used to also make these things called uh, Joe, um, I call it a Joe salad. But what I'd do is I'd take those um, 
those uh those fries that you put in the oven. It doesn't really roll off the tongue like Schramburger. No, it doesn't. Or... It's a Joe salad. It's, it's to show how bland it is, sort of. So I, I take uh, French fries and I put like ranch on top, and then like barbecue sauce, a one sauce, salt, lemon pepper, uh, and then I eat it with a fork to make it a Joe salad. Again, I loved it, but no one else would eat it. Sounds like Mima's chicken. Uh, final question. Mm-hmm. Please go into your Phil Schramm and Joe McGo characters for a minute. You guys are bankrupt, and your car is broken down outside of Miami. What do you do? I would, I would be Phil. Phil, we have to get out of the car. We have to do something. I'm just going to sleep. I, you want me to take care of it? Is that yep. what you want me to do? I'm just going to sleep in this car. Um, eventually, what? the solution what? will come its way. That I will create for you. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. Thank you for creating the solution. I'm going into dreamland now. <laughs> you dick. You dick. Great. Thank you. That is so us. That's so us. <laughs> and that has been Philip's Corner. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys ready to do some improv? Oh, yeah. We oh, are. yeah. Next up, uh, We see uh, a mirror uh, right in front of us. It, it's ornate in, in nature. Uh, it's very old. Very, very old. Uh, and, you, and you can tell because uh, it looks like the, the pewter frame was hand carved. Uh, in the corner, you see a, a like a fragile wicker chair that has clearly had too many sad sits. All of the makeup on the the table in front of the mirror is like almost empty. It's all well worn. It's clown makeup. Okay, reflection. What are you gonna do with me now? What are you gonna do with me now, reflection? I can see you looking at me, thinking like, "Hey, you can't do this today." You can't. <sighs> You're right. I don't think I can do this today. I don't know why you try. Every day. Every day you come and you're like, tell me I can do this. And I'm like, no. I can't. You like, can't. I can't. You're right. But I am I gotta, no. Ugh. Oh, you're so convincing, clown me. Reflection. You're sad. You're I a sad, sad clown and you can't amount to anything. Well, as your refraction... I think that you can do it. Shut the fuck up, Refraction. No! Refraction, help me out here. It's two on one. We can probably take them. I think that you're just a wonderful person, Gary. Well, thanks. I know Gary the Clown wasn't the best stage name, but... You fucking idiot. What a dumb fucking God, name. You're right. I am a fucking idiot. I'm no. a dumb fuck. No, think of all the wonderful people that you've made so happy. Throughout the years, even though you've painted a sad clown face on yourself, you've still made others happy. All the times you've fallen down. And any time you fall down, that fern turns upside down and makes a smile. Thanks, Refraction They're me. They're laughing at your pain, Gary. Oh, they are laughing at my pain. They like to see you hurt. Oh. There's a word for that in German. It's called schadenfreude. It's a good thing. It's catharsis oh, for the viewer. S- you're so worldly, Refraction. Thank you for putting it into a positive light. You're taking comfort in the fact that Germans like to watch people suffer? Oh no, that's right. The Germans are the worst kind of people to watch suffering. Gary, Gary, um, are, are you almost ready? Are you, are you ready? Yeah, let's get this fourth grade birthday party started. Yeah, we got 26 kids and no cake left, so they're a little antsy. All right. Got it, team? 
Ansi's the best type of kid to work with. You know, fuck this up, Gary. We see um, an ant, and uh, he is feeling down today, but he has hope. He's on top of a cookie. There's one bite out of it, and it's chocolate chip. Oh, man. I can... I'm not having a good day, but I might have a little bit of a snack. I'm uh, on, on, on Cookie Mountain. Oh, God. Oh, God. This is, oh, God. Hey, uh, hey Charlie. Oh. Uh, we just want to let you know uh, the colony voted. And, what, uh, what? No. You're out. I'm, I'm out? You're out of the no. ant. You're out of the anthill. Is it, is it because I, cause I slapped the king? You slap everyone. I know. I, I just walk around and slap everyone all the time. You keep telling us we all look alike. Because we do. That's totally racist. I, I, like, it, you look just like us. Yeah. You can't just call us all the same name. Whoopsh. We do, though. Oh, you jerk. Whoopsh. Come on. Charlie, you just got to stop. <clears throat> You're hurting people. You're hurting all your friends. Well... What could be your friends? I have, I have hope that, that someday you guys will understand. We all look the same. We all act the same. We do the same thing. We listen to the king and queen. Oh, that's still racist. I, we all have our own names. We all have our own personalities. I, I sound completely different than do, you. Do you? Yeah. I think it's just a variation. Think about it. Stop it, Charlie. I don't, why would I stop? I'm a man. Of, I'm a man. I'm a man. Of, you're not a man. You're an ant. I know. I'm an We're ant. all ants. Well, it's kind of like you say, like, I'm a tiger to, like, get yourself all pumped because it's something better than you. Come on, think about it. I'm so sorry to see you go, Charlie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss you, you dear old mom. Oh, God. I, whoopsh. <laughs> I'm not going to miss that, though, I know, Charlie. I know, I know you're not, but but at the end of the day, someday, someday you'll know. Someday everyone will know. <laughs> whoopsh, whoopsh. <laughs> Dad, Charlie, can't you just for once give me, give me a, a love hug instead of a love slap? At least you know that these slaps have love behind them. I the other do. one else does not know. But but I just want to receive love the way I want it, not the way you'd give it. This one time. This one time. This one time. Come here. Yeah. I just need to seal it up right. We see we see Charlie the ant walking away from the ant mound into the sunset. You'll find happiness somewhere, Charlie. Well, they all don't know as I set to the explosive. You're the best around. <laughs> Nothing's ever gonna keep you down. You're the best around. <laughs> uh, quick sidebar. Yes, yeah, sidebar. Uh, yep. That got real dark. I Joe. know it did. I mean, Charlie seemed like such a nice aunt. Um, until I once I was uh when, once once I was deemed racist. Yeah. In this ant society. Right. I decided to just go long. Okay, you so know? you really were a racist aunt. I was a racist aunt, yeah. Have you were you bullied in? School? I was bullied, yeah. Were you? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was bullied hard in seventh and eighth grade. Did this? I, I mean, I'm just wondering. I, th- I think I manifested Do you think the so? ant colony as Scott. Yeah. Scott was Scott. Scott. Yeah, Scott. Scott. Who's Scott? Scott. This is the, this is my bully. I had to get a restraining order and a whole bunch of different stuff. Really? To get wow. him, yeah. To get him wow. to stop bullying me. That's shitty, dude. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. To no, hear it's that. actually the thing is, is, it's one of those things where um, I'm a person where po- like negative things are actually positive things. So right. A, yeah, you're a really positive. It was dude. a good thing. He, it was weird. I, I I take the bullying as a positive because it made me uh, f- defend and fight for myself. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. But it's it's still, I mean, you, you have to harbor some of that stuff. Uh, yeah, I think we just saw it in ant, um, in, ant killings. Yeah. yeah. Killed millions of ants probably there. We see a, a school parking lot, which is used as as a recess Sidebar area. Over. Uh, we can see cones set up uh, in the form of some sort of childhood game um, <laughs> that we don't know. It's not with a ball. There's just cones. I'm saying uh, the rules are super understandable, oh. Oh. Derek. On Tuesdays, they change, though. Tuesdays are different than Thursdays. That's because Tuesdays are new rule days. Yeah, come I'm, on. We all know that Tuesday oh. is new rule day, and Thursday is kick you out of the club day, where we vote one of us out. That's right. Yeah. I, I handed out pamphlets last week. Don't you have your pamphlet? I read it, but the thing is, is it's half of it isn't Chinese. I don't yeah, know Chinese. That's because I referred you to the... The supplementary materials where the Chinese is translated. Yeah, come on. Like, if we're going to exist in the Firefly world that we all know the future is going to be like, yeah. we need to uh-huh. assimilate both English and Chinese into one super language so we could be just like our favorite heroes. Shusha, John. Shusha. Shusha. Hey, dweebs. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. It's Scott. Hey, you fuckers. Hey, Scott, why don't you leave us alone? You have to earth. Yeah, yeah, just whatever you do, don't call me a goblin. I don't like being called goblin, okay? Shut up, you little goblin. Oh, God, he did Uh, it. He did it right to your face when you asked him not to. Oh, no, don't say it. It's the goblin, the troll, and the gnome. No. Scott. Wait, wait, am I the troll? No, you're the gnome. Okay, I'm Look at your nose, gnome. Oh, Oh, he knows me so well. He gnomes you so well. Oh, God. And I'm the troll because I'm the ugly one. You oh, damn no. troll. Go live under a bridge, you ugly fuck. Uh, Scott, we've not taking this anymore. Yeah, there's three of us. It's numbers, right? That's yeah. from strategy from Thursday's game. Math tells me that we can overpower you. Yeah. You guys, I don't believe in myself. Oh, no. Oh. That's two of us, no, then. That's two three versus of us. one. Two versus one, Scott. Oh. We can still take you. You, Your hat is weird. Yeah, I did it. You got one. I did it. Sometimes. My dad gave me this Oh, God. Oh, I no. triggered him. Before he left, you oh. fucking goblin. Oh, oh. God. <clears throat> I'm gonna fucking leave you, son. Dad, no. You fucking suck. Dad. God. Any kind, a child of mine who doesn't know how dad. to fire a rifle dad. into the air and shoot it with another rifle ain't no son of mine. God damn No. How can I love you? Dad, this is gonna this is gonna hurt me. This is gonna scar me. I'm gonna have to take this out on other kids. I'm gonna fucking leave you, Scott's dad. Oh no. <laughs> Scott's dad's dad. No, please don't. I am gonna fucking leave you because no. you're a piece of shit. No. And you don't drink enough. I just wanna drink more, but I can't cause my young body can't take it yet. Yeah, that's cause you're a piece of shit and you're a pussy. No, no. I- I'm walking out the door and no. uh, you're never gonna see me again, no, you but fucking I... puss. No, but I love no. No. Peace out, B. I'm going to leave you, Scott's dad, dad, dad. No, yeah. Scott's dad's dad's wife? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? You're, you're, you, you can't even bake. No, you can't I, bake. But that's that's because my dad never taught me how to bake. Honey, no, come on. You, your cookies are horrible. They, they don't even crumble or crisp. I'm They're s- neither. I'm so sorry. The ants won't even eat them. <laughs> you know what, Scott's dad's dad's wife? 
I'm sending you to America, what? not for a better life, just to get out of my fucking no, house. No, no, I don't want to go to America. It's too far away. You're going. The TV over there is so, like, uh, gimmicky. <laughs> no, wait, no. Get on the tugboat. <laughs> Listen, tugboat. We see um, a crisp shirt laid out on the bed it, it, it feels as though it is the this is the, 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 the day the best day it'll ever have <sighs> sweetie I, I laid out your shirt thanks I don't know if I want to go through with the the ceremony today sweetie I mean everything is everything seems perfect almost too perfect yeah that's why we're making it official <sighs> how many times do we have to go through the ceremony before it's official? I think the kid's on to us. He hasn't noticed any of the cameras in the room, but he's noticed that his life is far too perfect. Oh, oh damn it. He's, he's noticed. I, Sweetie, damn. the ceremony is a reminder every day about how great things are and how great we are together. It just seems so weird that I have to line up in different areas of the house almost... As if, like, what's the point of it? I just feel like there's no point in me constantly graduating over and over again. Honey. Graduation the series will not go on if he figures this out. We have, we, we have to do something to keep him going, huh? We have to, we have to give him entice him like a carrot. I, I mean, I thought something. that perfect shirt was going to do oh, it, but apparently... The this... pineapples on it are beautiful. No one can even see the shirt underneath the gown. There's, like, no point in this perfect... You have to wear the shirt, sweetie, even though it's got, like, the the big heavy heavy lump in front with, like, the... Yeah, it's, like, it makes me feel like I have another mouth. Are, are, you, are you in Karen's ear? Oh, yeah, I, I, I can uh, I can change channel two and talk to Karen. What, do you want me to right. relay a message? Uh, tell her that for today's ceremony, he doesn't have to wear the gown. Oh, okay. Uh, That'll change shit up. All right. Hey, um, hey... Just uh, tell him that he doesn't have to wear the gown. He can just be a normal, 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 normal. In the shirt. No, in the shirt. In the shirt. In the shirt. Normal guy in the shirt. You know what, sweetie? What if we did sh- do it in the shirt today? You know what? No gown. No gown. No gown. I want to see what the ceremony looks like. Are you goblin in me right shirt? now? <laughs> no. Are you goblin in me right now? <laughs> I'm not gobbling you. I might be trolling you a little bit. Come here. Come here. Come here. Get in her ear and tell her to stop being creep fest with him. Okay, no problem. (laughs) Hey, stop being creepy. You can't. I know you love. I know you love him, but you can't. Okay. (sighs) Just uh, put the shirt on. Um, I'm gonna watch. I mean, (laughs) I said stop being creepy. I mean, ever since my parents passed away and I was adopted by you, like, I always thought like maybe this could be my place in the world. You know, having a normal, adjusted life. You know, with just me and you, Karen. I mean, one day you'll let me call me mom. Come at me, call you mom, right? Right? Psh, just go roll with it. Just roll with it, okay? I know it's weird. Psh. Excuse me, I need to go. Okay. Pee. Okay. I need to pee. Okay, Karen. Why did you make this man that I love so much? Why did you make me adopt him as my son? 
You signed on to this. This was this was so many years ago, okay? We didn't know at the time. At the time, he was young and you were of, of a normal age. But now as time has progressed, you're the now age old different, enough. The age difference isn't as such a big deal anymore as we get older, okay? It's it was true. creepy then, but, but now it's not weird. And I've been... Do a graduation there, ceremony with him every day every for so day. many seasons. She's right. There's very little age difference between 33 and 26. It's not much. However. It was creepy when when I was 11 and he was a baby. This is what gets ratings. <laughs> yes. People, people, people want to live vicariously through other people. Okay? Just go out there and get him to wear the shirt and have him have a good day. We don't have, Remember the last time we had a bad day? Mm. Yeah. Do you want us to get canceled? No, then cancel. you'll never see him again. Yeah. Get in there. How do I look? So good. So good. We see uh, a solo mic stand. Um, it is in a, a coffee shop after hours, um, and you can hear uh, a few people still in the vicinity. Oh, there's nothing but fourth graders in the audience. There are uh, several still drying tears at the base of the mic stand. Uh, and we can see uh, the the tearful clown, uh, Gary, still on the mic stand. I don't know what you want from me, kids. I brought out the, I brought out the balloons. You're not funny. Oh, you're just like my reflection. Please, some free bird. I, I'm a clown. Uh, you magic now. Make something disappear. Maybe you. My confidence. How's that for disappearing? Why can't you tie balloons? I tried. I made a snake. I made a snake, everybody. You suck. <laughs> guys, guys. Mr. Mr. Is it Gary? Gary the Clown! What a dumb fucking name! No, shut up, Gary! Wait, how do you know? Gary, you have worth. My name's Tim. I'm whatever fourth grader's age is. Why is Tim wearing clown makeup today? I came here to to be like you. You don't seem like that, like you like this. I don't know. Sidebar? Yeah. Sidebar? You Do you not... Are you not feeling this right no, now? No, right now, right now, what I'm thinking is yeah. that this guy has a son, and it's you. <gasps> I was thinking that too. Holy buckets! Okay, okay. But, but yeah, but we can't like we can't let anyone else oh, know that okay. right now. Okay, Got cool. Slap her out. Okay, Tim. Every just just jump on stage with Gary. Every time I look in the mirror, I have I have I'm so conflicted, but I'll prevail. You know. Okay. Tim's so cool. This is really weird for me. I don't know if I should make fun of him or not. Tim, you look like a clown goblin. Yes, I do. I am a clown goblin. That is a power. I'm taking that word back. Goblin's going to be a good word for once. God damn it. All my bully powers have been revoked. Fuck. Oh. This confidence has just transformed me into believing in Tim and Gary. Oh Wait. my gosh. It's almost like this confidence... It's gonna become confidence. Whoa, Tim. Yeah, yeah, yes, Gary. I think I'm in love with you. 
sidebar. This is gross. Sidebar, big sidebar. Yes, totally. that is gross. Uh, let's let's do a scene that's completely the opposite of gross. Yeah, very oh, very okay. clean scene, like, like a Jim Gaffigan style scene. Oh, cool. you know. Like about Hot Pockets or something. You know, something very... Oh, okay, that's true. what you meant. Yeah, like, no, clean cut. You, like, you, you could do it at a church group. Yeah, okay. okay. So yeah. church group scene. Church group scene. Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, we we open on a uh, nice picnic scene. Uh, the, the grass is green. The sun is shining. Uh, in the middle of a vast park clearing. It's beautiful. Uh, this double date is going exactly as planned. Uh, the two couples are happy with each other, and there's no infighting at all between anyone. Mm-hmm. The couples don't know this yet, but there is a solitary ant marching towards them. But it's so far away right now, it might not even reach them. Mm-hmm. Dan? Yes, Sally? This is magical. It's always magical. Danielle? I- Yes, Christopher. This is such a great idea. It was yours. And I'm so happy you had it. <laughs> oh, I'm overhearing this, and it was a great idea. I, I know, Daniel. it was great. This was great, you it was guys. great, Christopher. Oh, my God. We have had strawberries, water, what I call water lemon, because that's what I was grew up on, is water lemon. <laughs> water lemon. <laughs> You're yeah. just a card. Uh, I just, <laughs> that's why I love you, Sally. Oh. You're, mm. I'm just going to reference you by pointing at you vigorously. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to point back. <laughs> yeah, cute. Can I have another sandwich? Oh, of oh, course. Yeah. Would you like a peanut butter, a pumpernickel, or... I just like that you eat so much. You're a growing man. Thank you, mm-hmm. Danielle. I'm just going to bring out the Thank full you. hoagie for you. Oh. <gasps> Yeah. I can't eat this all myself. Wait, you are you saying can I help? You guys have to help. Oh, oh my God. you guys have Wait, to can help. Can we do a thing? That's why I made the hoagie into a cross. Oh, oh. <laughs> can we have a ladies, lady in the tramp? We moment? can ladies and us? tramps. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, that's so fun. That is so fun. Oh my guys. God. Okay. Quick sidebar, guys. Okay. This scene is so boring. I know. Yeah, I know. This scene is so fun. Okay, boring. we'll make it fun again. We're no, no, fun? no, we're, 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 we're building the tension. We got that ant. We got the ant. Yeah, the we got, we, we, uh, there's true. a possibility here, too, when we eat. We might uh, cross and actually um, figure out we love the other person. Oh. Who knows? You know, there's a whole bunch of potential here. a swinger here. situation. It could. Yeah. Uh, how about when we cut back to the scene? Mm-hmm. We'll just cut forward in time. Oh. Maybe about an hour and a half. That okay. seems fair. 90 Got minutes it. seems fair. Got sure. it. Okay. Okay. Right. Sabar out. Oh, there's fire everywhere now. <laughs> Fuck you, Christopher. I do not love Fuck you. you. Fuck I you. Fuck you. You should have said that you were my daughter. You. <laughs> you. I'm never going to point at you again. Don't point at me ever either. I'm okay. only going to point at you to blame you, no. Sally. No. This is your Sally, fault. This is your fault. Is this your foot? Yes, it's my foot. Christopher, is this your Throw face? It in the lake. Yeah, because it looks like it's got a hand in it. Smack, smack, God smack! Damn it, you all look the same. Oh my Goblin. God, everybody! It's an ant. Hey guys, you all look the same. Yeah, get out of here, ant. We don't want you here. Why don't, does no one ever want me? No, no matter where I go? Ants are just the goblins of the world. Squish! Ugh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
we see um, four guys sitting in a in a, a second story of a house with microphones in front of them. They all hate themselves. We are all Philip Simmons. I guess we make a square, guys, because we're all Philip Corner. We're all dads of each other. And yet we don't love each other. We're all like, we desperately want to leave ourselves. We can't go anywhere. I couldn't even put socks on this morning. God, no. God, I'm running out of hats. We're wearing this one way too long. This is so such a big bit. It's a big bit. It's a Sidebar, do you guys know me at all? I have no clue. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm only going with superficial characteristics yeah, of you, Philip. Uh, um, oh, I, yeah, no, I, uh, I got a great idea. I got a great idea once well, we get back. To answer the question, barely. Yeah. Okay. I'm an enigma. A si- sidebar, sidebar out. I'm really talented. I'm talented. <laughs> wait, I'm talented. I, I love wait a myself. <laughs> I, on occasion, I love myself more wait, than why? I make it appear. I'm, I'm confused. Why do they have zippers on them? Oh, God. What? Other Philip? Oh, no. It was Joe, Joe McGoblin and McCoblin and Matt McCoblin in disguise. Hey. And it was Philip Schramm in debt. Yes, we are in debt. Emotional debt. We see a poster uh, making machine, and it is busting out a whole bunch of awesome posters for an independent comedy show. The, there's two workers um, just watching the posters come out. One of them is absurdly tall, and the other one is absurdly short. Oh, I hate being this short all the time. My voice doesn't match it, and no one likes me. Why do you always talk about height? It's not that big of a deal. Well, when you don't have it, it's a big deal. It's kind of like poor people talking about money because they don't have money, so they talk about it. But then rich people are like, why are you talking about money? Because you have it. Come on, man. I guess. Oh. All right. Uh, well, will you, will you do me a favor? Well, anything for you, man. Shut the fuck up. Oh, you got me. And I will do anything for you, so fine. Zipper. Oh. Okay. All right, I hurt your feelings, Doug. I'm very sorry. I'm sorry. You don't have to shut the fuck up. Doug? Doug? Are you... Doug? Doug? Slam! Oh, now I'm alone. You see how it feels? I do. That's I'm what your so words sorry. feel like. Slam! I guess I'll just turn on the radio and enjoy the rest of my day. Not careless whisper, no! Well, at least it's at the beginning of the song. It's one of my favorites. This just in. There's a terrible epidemic happening outside of no, Twin what's happening? newest Xerox copy machine. It seems that a young gentleman has taken to the roof and is screaming obscenities at passersby. No! On the top of my building? Boo! 
do I want to finish the song or do I run upstairs? <laughs> oh no, not the machine! I better f- finish. I guess I could fix the machine and listen to the rest of the song. Okay, I'll run upstairs. Five steps at a time. Now I am tall! I am tall now! Taller than all of you! Hey, jump! Oh! Ah. Jump, you fucking goblin! Fuck! Fuck you, okay? I had a friend! No, I don't anymore! Doug, no! What? Way to tell that kid to jump, son. Thanks, Dad. Never leave me. I love you. I'd never consider leaving you. Because never, ever would I do hey, that. Hey, stop, like, stop being nice to each other. This is my moment. It's my time. I'm tall now. Just want to let you know that we're just being nice. It's nothing romantic. There's nothing untoward between me and my dad. Yep. It's normal father-son what? relationship. What are you talking about? I didn't even say that. Fuck you, goblin. Fuck you, goblin. Yeah, Way to go, son. Good job, Doug. Doug, <laughs> Doug yeah, step, yeah. step back from the edge, my friend. There's only one way. There's only one song that'll make me feel like you love me. That you care. Wait. Oh God! That's it. I am a careless whisper in the wind right now. They come together. They hold close and dance. I'm sorry you have to see this, son. I'm leaving you. God damn it! Fuck, Dad! No! Fuck you, you little goblin! Yeah, fuck you! I think you caused this, son. Which means you just suck as a child. I'm gonna grow up to start a podcast. And that's our show. Thank you to Side Pickle. Thank you to Joe Bago and Phil Schram. They just finished their run at Huge Theater on Huge Wednesdays. It's Huge Theater 3037 Lindale Avenue South. Uh, and Huge Wednesdays is a show at 8 p.m. on Wednesdays uh, where for a fairly inexpensive amount you can see uh, four or five uh, improv groups. Uh, it's a great value. So you can uh, learn more about what's happening at, at Huge Theater at hugetheater.com. Uh, you can learn more about what's happening with Side Pickle at facebook.com slash side pickle currently you guys do not have anything in the works is that correct uh at this point uh as we just finished our run up at huge right. uh we'll probably start developing something else right um so we'll have some scattered shows every now and then mm-hmm. but yep. mm-hmm. uh stay tuned to our facebook page to find out because uh, yep. we'll be cooking up something new yeah we'll but just try to stay relevant so at least do a show a month if we can quick question uh dill or sweet Dill. 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 Yeah. Okay, good. Philip, what do you have going on? Uh, you can see me at Huge Theater the last couple of weekends in August after the Fringe Festival is mm-hmm. done, because Huge is a fringe venue. Painters. You can see the painters Saturdays, 1030 at Huge Theater, and yeah. and the award goes to 8 o'clock on Fridays at Huge Theater. Nice. And the next local music scene is going to be on September 5th, Monday, Labor Day. What? Uh, if you're going out of town, just come back early <laughs> so that you're there in the evening on, uh, to see Manic Planet is the mm. is the band. I don't know anything about them, uh, so I'm excited to find out as well. Cool. Very cool. What are you up to, Matt? Uh, let's see. I just finished up a run at Huge Theater. I have nothing going on, so whoever is looking to 
hire people to do shows. I have a few groups that are interested. Can I plug my Fringe show? Please do. Yeah. Uh, so you can see me in a Fringe show at Intermedia Arts. Uh, yeah. The show is called A Study in Emerald, uh, which will be a... Well, Study in Emerald is a Neil Gaiman short story, which is... Uh, sort of like sh- um, Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes meets Cthulhu. Right. Uh, and you can see that at Intermedia Arts on Friday, August 5th at 8.30, August 7th, Sunday at 10, Thursday, August 11th at 5.30, Friday the 12th, August at 5.30, and then the final show, which is the 13th of August, which is a Saturday at 8.30. And I think I said that in five different ways. <laughs> Great. That was a goal. I love uh, that. that that's you lovely. Yeah. Did you, uh, were you actually able to score Cthulhu to play the part of Cthulhu? Uh, we did not get Cthulhu, unfortunately. So, um, but we equity. do... Yes, but we do have uh, a local artist who's doing all of our graphics uh, for awesome. the show. So because it cool. also has uh, some projections, because uh, that's one of the only yeah. venues uh, in the Fringe Festival that has projections. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So come see it. It's a really cool show. Awesome. So, Philip, how can people get a hold of us? They can send us an email to nextatbatpodcast at gmail.com. Like us on facebook.com slash nextatbat. And, let, and uh, check us and other amazing podcasts out on noisepicnic.com. That's right. Check us out on iTunes, subscribe to our podcast, rate and review us. Let us know what you think. So tune in next week when we're going to have somebody else on the show. We're not quite sure who's going to be up next, but we've had some really great guests on lately, and uh, we hope to keep that run going. We sure do. Uh, And until next time, as always, (laughs) do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do.